Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now. Dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. What God doing, y'all? Huh? What he doing? What he doing in your life? He doing something. He moving. He working. Don't lose your patience, though. See, I did that before. Don't lose your patience. Don't, don't, don't get so sick of waiting that you take matters into your own hands. Don't do that. Boy, you're blowing it. Listen to me. You're listening to somebody who's done it that way. I had a dream. I had a vision. I had some hope. I had some faith. I had some aspirations. But I got a little impatient waiting on it. So I tried a couple other things, move it along. Boy, I can't tell you how I messed it up. Then I messed it up then because God gave me the power of decision. What I had to do was then, after I took matters into my own hand, messed it up. Now, guess what? He still got something for me, but now I got to fix all the mistakes now. I got to straighten them out. I got I to gotta suffer some consequences. I got to pay for my transgressions. All of that. All of that. It's got to go down. It, 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 you can't do something wrong and not pay for it. It just it's you call it karma, call it whatever you want to call it. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Every action. If it just stays sunny all the time, you might think it's cool, but there's going to be a reaction to it. Ain't no dark, ain't no shade, ain't no break, ain't no rain. Going to be hard if it's just sunny all the time. Vice versa. So you need You need the opposite. You need the darkness so you can get your break from that sun. You need the rain so you can nourish the roots so so that sun 
it can soak up the sun and get the benefit of the sun. If you don't get the opposite, you you got a problem, man. And it happens throughout nature. It happens throughout your life. Don't think that you can do wrong and not have to pay for that. What you think this is, man? We we we, we think, man, because we done made a decision that we think is best for us. And no matter how it affects nobody else, we got the right to make that call. No, you don't. Whoever is telling you that, whoever's misguiding you into the gang life, telling you, yeah, man, you need to be this way to be down with us. I tell you what, get yourself stuck on Chuck with that gang. See how many of them be there for you. Oh, they'll go around the corner with you and start shooting. But, okay, when it's time to do some time and and, and they can lessen their sentence, you're going to get that time. They're going to point their finger dead at you. I watch 48 Hours all the time, man. I watch Lock Up Raw all the time. All the time, man. All the time. Ain't no real cold dudes out there just holding to the mantra and sticking to it. Even the mob turned stateside evidence, go fed, all that. Now, we in the hood, we done created this ignorant mess called no snitching. With that ignorant mess, you don't even understand. No, snitching was created by criminals as a code of honor. If you do dirt and you get busted doing the dirt, don't bring my name up if I was with you. That's a code of honor amongst the thieves. Now, so many... Code of honor thieves that then came out of prison they ain't got no honor. They done bought that stuff back to the street. Now it's all in the neighborhood. No snitching. No snitching. You got to be crazy. That's for people who disobey the law. That's who people have made a code of honor amongst themselves as thieves. Hey, man, if you get busted, don't drag me down with you. Just do your time. Oh, man, you can't bring that stuff out here to me. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Dog, I'm trying to live right over here, man. I don't want no crack house up the street from my mama's house. I'm trying to do right out here, man. You can't do wrong and expect wrong not to come to you. You got to make a decision every day to do right. God ain't got no protection from you on dirt. You got what you got coming. You made a decision. You go down there to get some, you you might got get got. See, we got to, come on, I'm, I'm talking to so many men out here right now. I should have said that in the beginning, but my conversation kind of got away from me. I was going to talk to you about something else this morning. But this just on me, man, because our communities, man, it's just going to the pot, man, because ain't nobody caring about nobody else. Don't nobody care when they see that young dude over there doing wrong. Look at them fools over there. Man, go over there and talk to one of them. Pull them to the side, man. You might not be able to approach the group, but you can approach an individual. Come here, young man. Let me talk to you. I saw you the other day. Man, you look like you got something going on in your life. What's happening with you? Let me talk to you, man. Let me share something I learned. I was doing what you was doing. You know, it's like Tommy did a prank phone call one time as a limo driver. And uh, the dude, the prank was, he called this limo company to ask this limo driver to take him to this location late at night. And the limo driver got a young business. He going, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't normally work like that, but how long you need it? He said, for just about an hour. He said, well, I'm going to have to charge you for the full three, though, because a three-hour minimum Tommy told him, no, I just need it for one hour. He said, okay, right, I'll give you a break, young man. You're trying to do something. Where you want to go? He gave him the address. The man stopped writing. He said, that's a bank. He said, yeah. He said, you want to go to the bank at 1230 at night? He said, yeah, and I'm going to be in for a few minutes, and when I come out that bank, I need for you to flow it. That The dude with the limo, he stopped writing. He said, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, man. You want me to take you to a bank, 1230 at night, you're going to be in there for a few minutes, and you're going to come out, and you want me to floor it. He said, sir, 
I don't do stuff like that. He said, you got the wrong company. He said, what made you call here? He said, hey, man, don't worry about that. You a limo company. You just drive. He stopped and took the time out. He said, young man, let me tell you something. He said, I've been down before. I've been locked up before. It ain't pretty. He said, that's what's wrong with you young people today. Instead of going to get a job trying to work your way, you're always looking for some fast money. He said, I'm going to tell you what I already know. Don't go down there messing with them people's money like that because they love that money way more than they love you. And they're going to do something to you down there. Now, you stop this foolishness, and I'm not carrying you nowhere. But I'm going to take a little bit of time out to tell you something. Don't go down here with messing with these people's money because it ain't going to go good. They're going to take care of their business when it comes to that money. Tommy kept insisting to this man to pick him up in the limo. It was a prank phone call. But the point I'm making is the man took out time. He could just hung the phone up. But you know what he said? He said, hold up, young man. Let me hip you to something. Because the brother had been locked up before. He said, no, no, no. See, I done that when I was young. Now I'm going to stop and I'm going to take some moment out to tell you. I'm up here working, man, trying to earn an honest living. I ain't going back down there. Because I didn't, I didn't, they make you eat what they want you to eat. You don't want the food. You got to get up when they say get up. You got to stay where they say stay. Live with who they say live. He said, man, you don't want that. And he just tried to talk the young man out of it. You can change a young man's mind with a conversation. A conversation can change a young man's mind. Most of these young men that are misguided ain't having conversations with real men. They just not having them. And it's up to us who know what manhood is, is to start delivering the message. The problem that we have in our communities, we can solve ourselves. It done escalated to a point because we who are men won't stop on our corporate climb and our day-to-day making money and trying to ball out. We won't stop and grab some of these young soldiers and tell them the truth about manhood. That's the real deal, okay? So I went there. I don't know where that came from. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Good morning, world. Everything's like it was before, but guess what? It's great to be here. We alive. We well. We're surviving it. I'm doing better than surviving it. I'm thriving in mine, man. Got some situations to talk to you about today, but other than that, I'm doing well. Steve Harvey Morning Show here to uplift, inspire, inform, encourage, and entertain. Let's get it on. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. A situation, huh? Yeah, yeah. Quarantine, yeah. Quarantine life, Carla Pharrell. <laughs> You're living it, huh? Your best quarantine life. Up in it. Okay, Up morning. In it. That, that damn junior. Morning, everybody. I just like to have a situation. <laughs> yeah. Nephew Tommy. I hear you. Ooh, I'm in it. I'm in it, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Happy hump day. Yeah. It don't matter. Hump day. Hump day is same as the flat day. Yeah. Wednesday just like Tuesday. Same. Saturday just like Wednesday. Nothing in the Yeah. That's true. So how are you holding, Steve? You good? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you know, um, um, we got to end this though soon. Um, okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh. This. Yeah. This. This oh, can't. You, you done made it over here where I'm at. Then. That's what, what, what do I hear you in your voice, sir? What, well, what you know, that? it's like uh, all. <laughs> I'm just in awe uh. of how wrong I can be. <laughs> <laughs> 
every oh, day. In just about every aspect of my life. You know, <laughs> I look at this empire I done built, and it seems uh-huh. to be like people, someone has forgotten uh-huh. uh, just who the hell I am. And so, Ooh. come on here yeah. now. It, it, don't, it don't matter no damn more. Not that it really did before, but it's starting to resurface in quarantine. So, uh-huh. you know, she had, uh, Marjorie had one of her girlfriends come over today, you know, who's been in quarantine, you know, uh, single sister. So she been in quarantine. Marjorie, they've been talking. So they've been doing their little virtual little wine, happy hours. And so she came on over today. And so, you know, uh, you know, try to be nice. So I said, uh, you know, hey, baby, you want me to get y'all a bottle of wine? She said, oh, honey, that would be lovely. I said, honey, okay, well, cool. I ain't been that. Uh, yeah, in, in when the last time you been honey? Well, last about time? a few weeks into the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. uh, I was just, hey. <laughs> now, you, hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I know that's me. Ain't nobody else in here. So I Your go down hey. there and I get a bottle of wine, and but I can't. I don't know how to get in the wine cellar. It's got a lock on it. So I need the combination, whatever it is. Not asked her to come down, and uh, mm. she came down and said, you don't know the combination? I said, no, I don't. I, it ain't, I don't go in here. I don't really drink wine. You the wine connoisseur. But you don't know the combination. So now I'm going, you know what? Did, I, I was the one that suggested to come down here to get you and your friend a damn bottle of wine. Nah, I, nah. <laughs> Uh, it continues at 32 minutes after the hour. We'll be back with part two of uh, Steve's Quarantine Life right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for part two of your Quarantine Life story. What's going on? So, you know, uh, one of the girlfriends came over. I'm trying to be nice. You know, host, you know how you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, make your girl yeah. flex in front of the girlfriend. Yeah. I'm going to go down and get you a bottle of wine. I go down there. I don't know the combination to the wine cellar, so I say, I don't know the combination. She come all the way down and said, she said, you don't know the combination. I said, no. She said, Steve, you don't remember the combination? I said, I don't really go in here, I don't drink wine, baby, just, what's the combination? So, finally, we get through that part of it, I get inside, and I reach to get a bottle of wine. She said, no, get up, go up higher, Steve, don't get nothing down there. It's daytime, saying a special occasion, just me and my friends. So I said, okay. So I reached a little bit higher. She said, hide in that. So, okay. <laughs> I'm 6'2". Yeah, I'm 6'2". What, you want me to jump for the wine now? What, what you want me to do? And so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this here. And so then she said, uh, Steve, uh, get a bottle of Sesakai. And I said, okay. Now, I don't know what Sesakai is, so I'm reaching up down and got about six bottles. She said, Steve, that ain't Sesakai. So I put that bottle back. I reached, because I'm trying to read the labels. That ain't Sesakai. Hey, damn it. All this is red wine on this side over here. So all this is the same color. Your so nerves. ain't like no. Your nerves. So finally, I pull out the car. You know, we go on upstairs. They open it. So I said, cool. She up here with her friends. I'm going to get a cigar and go out by the pool. Uh-huh. So I get the cigar. I go out by the pool. Put my earbuds in. I got my earth bit, wind and fire. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I hear, it's nice down here. I'm turning around and that daddy was. And I just, <laughs> what the hell? How's y'all down here? I came down here, took the wine upstairs for you and your damn friend. Four balconies over here. What is you down here talking about this nice down here? No, it was nice down here. 
when I was down here by my damn self, oh, <laughs> listening to this Earth, Wind, and Fire, then her friend, what you doing, Steve? I was quiet. <laughs> you know, I couldn't yeah. say it like that, but no, so then, now, they down there talking. Mm -hmm. So now, I say, man, well, let me go upstairs and go outside. Mm -hmm. You finna go through the house with the cigar? Mm. Oh, no. Huh. Hey, Steve, Careful. I just want to remind you, too. you're Careful. being a little loud and you're at home, just, you know, as your friend, colleague and co-worker, co-host. I'm just... Really, this already to give him a hand well, up. Like it's happening right now. Okay, <laughs> but see, hold up, though, Shirley. Hold up, uh -uh. though. See, uh -uh. this is what I have decided. Mm -hmm. What is your decision? Since my life got to be like this, since I ain't been right since March 13th, uh -huh. <laughs> which is when we started the quarantine because uh -huh. the show ended. Since I've been in the house since March 13th and I ain't been right not a damn day since March 13th, uh -huh, uh -huh. then at least you can contribute to the income factor oh. and your ass is fitting to be in this show as a joke. Okay. Hello. Okay. Now, everybody don't like that. Yeah. Guess what? Put that out. That'll just be something else can go in the column of Steve ass ain't right no more. You're really loud right now. Okay. Wow. What about it? <laughs> Did you really lower your voice? Yes, I'm loud. <laughs> lower your voice. Okay. What? Oh, I hope she come in there and kick that down. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> careful now. Man, oh, now, nah, I'll careful. Tommy's hey, tell telling you to be careful. If she, come in here, if, if she come in here right now, I'll snatch this mic out this wall. <laughs> <laughs> and pretend. Yeah. Hello? Where y'all at? What y'all doing? Quit playing. Bad connection. I like the Bad connection. plan, Steve. I like it. Dial me like back it. in. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I like it. Yeah, it's quarantine, man. It's just a woe out. Um, I, I oh, my go, God. It's a woe out, man. Any kind of damn job. Oh, man. <laughs> Is there anywhere you can go on and get some privacy? Like anywhere in the house? You would think in this big ass house, but she find me though. <laughs> you behind? I mean, dog. I done, hey, hold, let me tell you this right here. I done been in the grandkids' room. Uh huh. Sitting in the flow. Uh huh. You know, my little grandson's got this racetrack. It's actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I was up there three days ago. She came up there and said, Oh, you playing with the kids' game? That's cute. And so I said, cool. So she said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on Instagram. Said, baby, baby, don't put this on Instagram. The next thing I know, why you act like that? <laughs> Wait a minute, because I'm playing uh... with a baby race car and I don't want it on Instagram. <laughs> right. Well, why is I acting like that? She What's... said, well, you want to race against me? Because you don't know how to play with people. Because you're going to lose and get mad about that. Okay, so y'all know I'm a card shark, right? Right. right. Oh, y'all, yeah. everybody know that uh -huh. close. Yes, I tell you, yes. don't play cards with me. I'm going to cheat you. No. You ain't going to win. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then we playing cards, right? Mm -hmm. And I ain't even cheating. I'm just whipping her. You're cheating. I asked you, Steve, not to do none of your tricks while we was playing. I said, baby, I ain't done none of them. Why I keep losing? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You finna get one between your eyes if you keep talking to me. Why Why I keep losing? Why you keep losing? Because your ass can't play cards. That's why. Because you ain't no hustler. 
That's why your ass is losing. <laughs> Let's see if you guys noise. get a chance to get out of the house. You know, go where, Shirley? She come out walk. there too. Like take a, for a yeah, walk. Take or a walk, or you know. Yeah. We went life. for a walk. Okay, this happened mm-hmm. yesterday. We go for a walk, and um, uh, uh-huh. I got to pee right. Now we live in a, on a wooded street. I got to pee, and I'm 63, so when I have to pee, I have to pee now. And so I said, well, let me step off the road. We don't have sidewalks on that street. Go down the hill a little bit, pee in the woods. Steve, what you doing? I said, baby, I'm finna go to the bathroom. Why you peeing down there? I said, well, y'all can't pee up there on the road. Steve, why are you, I don't believe it. Don't you pee down there. Let's make it to the house. I ain't gonna make it to the house. We too far away. Can't you hold it? Now, damn, if I could hold it, would I be down this hill peeing? Now, I'm I'm peeing. I can't believe you down there peeing. What is it that you can't believe? <laughs> All Every you need to do is get some on your shoes, and now we really are getting in. All right, listen, uh, settle down, Steve. Uh, coming up next, it's the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, guys, Cardi B um, got a stay-at-home bikini wax. Ouch. Uh, plus, Girl. Plus in, yeah. Plus in other entertainment news, uh, the graduating class of 2020 will get a Facebook celebrity, Facebook celebrity send-off. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, he is here, the nephew, to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nath? Okay, okay. Uh, neighborhood watch. Yeah, neighborhood watch. Let's go. Hello? I'm trying to reach Johnny. Yeah, this is Johnny. Okay, you the one that be doing the neighborhood watch? You be walking your dog doing the neighborhood watch? Is, is that you? Who's this? Is this Johnny? Who is this, man? This is PJ. Answer my question. Are you Johnny? Slow your road. Slow your road. I'm Johnny. And I do the neighborhood watch. Who, who, who is the damn PJ? I'm PJ. Hold on, man. Don't call my phone yelling at me, charging me up. Hey, you man, I live two watch. streets over from you, okay? And you're supposed to be the neighborhood watchman, but that ain't what you're doing. Now, I done caught you doing? looking in the window at my wife. When I came outside, you was halfway down the street, you and your damn dog. Okay? So, you ain't watching the neighborhood. you looking, trying to see some in the window. That's what you're doing. Picking some Please, I don't look at I do my job, man. I do my neighbor. I do my job. I do the neighborhood watch. I make sure people ain't breaking nobody's houses. I got a wife. What the hell I want to look at somebody else's wife? I got a piece of at home. I don't want to look at nobody then you else's need, Then you need to stay out from looking through, people through, looking through people's window, man. You're supposed to be watching the neighborhood, not watching my wife's. Where you say you live again? Cause I, we, I, I live two streets. You know what? I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, Mr. Johnny. A damn people Tom. I'm gonna show you what a damn people Tom is. No, I'm, I'm gonna show you what. No, I'm gonna start I'm looking through your window, looking at your wife. See, one peep deserve is, another peep, Mr. Johnny. But, but bring your over here. I want you to look. I want you to look in my damn window. Man, this. Who the hell is this? 
I ain't got time for this, man. I got a job. I got a mortgage. I got kids. I ain't got time for this, man. Go look at a job, man. Go, go find a job. I got a job. I got a job. But when I'm at work, you got a job. Yeah, you got a job crying like a damn Talking about somebody looking at your wife. Ain't nobody looking at your damn wife, man. I got a job, but when I'm at my job, I'm wondering if your is back at the house looking through the window at my wife. Please come to my damn house. Please. I'm coming later tonight to look through the window at fine. Man, what the hell are you talking about? Calling me, talking about peeping at your damn wife. Ain't nobody. That's what your been doing, man. No wife. You probably ain't got no wife. You probably married to a damn midget or something. Man, what the you talking about, man? How am I not peeping at your wife? You I've got, I've got a dog. wife, and you is the one that's been peeping at the window. You're yourself watching the neighborhood, but that ain't what you're doing. All I got to say, come over here now. Since you're around the neighborhood, you three streets, whatever, how many streets, whatever you are for me, come right now. I stand outside with my dog, waiting on your I want you to come by. Walk I'm coming later tonight when she gets out that shower the same way you was looking through my window. Please, just come by. Don't wait. Just come by now, please. And, okay, I'll tell you what. With. I'll I come by right now, but I'm bringing somebody man, with me. You ain't what? Brother, I'm getting ready to, to, to slow down so I can get ready and handle my business, man. I'm getting ready to go to work again today, man. What the hell are you talking about, bro? I got two damn jobs. I got jobs to work during the day and at night. And in between, I do the neighborhood watch. I'm doing your service. I'm helping your lazy out. You are you still here watching people looking to see if they looking at your damn wife? Why don't you get you a second job or something, man? Why don't you Google? Why don't you look at monster.com or something? What the hell is wrong with you calling me? Come on, I'm peeping at your damn wife. Man, don't you ever call me with no Man, who the hell is this anyway? Do you want to know who it is? Yeah, who the hell is this? Because I got something for you. Who is this? I'm going to tell you who it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Trisha. I'm going to kick Trisha. That ain't right, baby. That ain't right, baby. Johnny. Baby, that ain't right. Man, you got me, man, because I said ain't nobody going to give me on no prank, man. I don't fall for that, man. Ain't got time for that, man. Hey, man, your wife, no say, your wife told me you do the neighborhood watch. Oh, man, she said you do the neighborhood, you walk, you know, because what you got, a Rottweiler? Yeah, she told me. I rock, I, that's why I use, man, because I want to be safe, man, just in case something happens. I just stick my Rockwell on that. Yeah. <laughs> man, you got me bad, Tommy. Nephew, <laughs> you, you got me bad, man. You good? I'm good, man. I'm going to get her, though. I'm going to get her. All right, let me ask you this, though. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Made the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> Damn, <man>. <laughs> 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 Neighborhood what? There it is. You never learn, what? do you? What else you want me to do? <laughs> like, 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 let me tell you something. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm working on this prank, y'all. I'm, trying, I'm working on this one hard. Mm-hmm. And I ain't got the guy number yet, but as soon as I get it. But I'm trying to call this guy and ask him mm-hmm. is if you, you know, do you mind, are you tired of your wife doing this uh, pandemic? If so, I'll come get her, you know, and we're going to see. what? <laughs> well, are you tired of your wife yeah. doing this pandemic? If That's you are, part. I'll come get her. 
You know what I'm saying? What? And we gonna and see how. And do what? This, this, I gotta till it's over. With. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> till we reopen, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, That's yeah. Till we reopen, let's see what oh, he okay. say. Well, oh, so, gosh. He play is that wise to let him know he listening? That he gonna get this phone call? Right. I, I know he ain't listening. He ain't listening. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't, I got it. Trust me, Junior. I got it. I got it. Okay. He ain't listening. Well, he a good one, though. And I, I love going after the people that say, he'll never get me. He'll oh, yeah. never get me. Yeah. And I said, okay. Okay. So when, when she told her, yeah, my husband said, you'll never get him. Cool. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. That's all you need, then. That's all. I, that's my fuel right there, Pop. Yeah. I'll never get you. <laughs> These okay. elaborate pranks, though, you come up with in your mind. <laughs> Crazy. That's from the left side of my brain, sure. I don't really use the right that much. I use the left side. Mm. We know. Mm. It's not balanced. Yeah. Shut up, Carl. You didn't tell us that. Wow. <laughs> finally admitted it. <laughs> Catch me and J. Anthony Brown tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's the TNJ Stay at Home Coronavirus Comedy Show. That is what it is. You can catch it on my YouTube channel. All right, that is the Nephew Tommy EXP, the Nephew Tommy Experience. And we getting 30, 40, 50,000 hits. So I appreciate y'all tuning in to me and Jay as we act a doggone fool every Wednesday night. The TNJ Stay at Home Coronavirus Comedy Show. If that's not the longest damn title I've ever heard. But anyway, it's the T, the T, for short, the TNJ Comedy Show. Tune in this evening, 6 p.m. Eastern, and get your laugh on with me and my man for 30 minutes straight. We dropping in some videos, and we talking smack after smack. All right? There you All have right. it. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cardi B calls Sunday her pain day. Why? (sighs) Because she got a bikini wax. You could hear her screams despite the fact that she wore a protective medical mask. Uh, She chose the full salon treatment that's waxing, uh, Manny pedicure. Uh, she couldn't wait for California to lift restrictions. She hired a tech uh, technician to make a house call. Cardi shared the experience. See that? Followers. See that? Followers. Didn't I just prank story. on that? Yeah. Yeah. See yeah, that? You did. Yeah. I know I make yeah. sense sometimes. Go ahead, Shane. I know. Mm. The video was safe for work. Um, Cardi, of course, kept a PG and the camera above the waist, okay? Oh, hell. I I couldn't have done that. It's too painful. Yeah, I couldn't have done it. How long does it take? It doesn't take long. Why, you considering it? Uh (laughs) (laughs) That's the question. Well, they pull that tape. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I did it one. I did one side. I couldn't get to the other side. It hurt so hard. I did it before. It I did hurt. one side. I did what? A bikini wax? Yeah, I did one side, but I didn't do the other side, and I was uneven for about at least three months. <laughs> I really grew back. Yeah, I was just, uneven. That's, that's just like that brain, uneven. We talked about last <laughs> break. Remember that? Man. <laughs> That's All your uncle can say is, wow. Wow. <laughs> you didn't know, right, Steve? I just don't even That's understand him. Yeah. Yeah, they it's put hard. that wax on there, uncle, and they rub it around there, and then they they, they pull it real fast. Yeah. And let me tell Hot you, on wax. that first one, you done. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get the other half. You just I ain't never thought it. about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do some different things, Jim. 
<laughs> I gotta live, live your best. Live a little bit, huh? <laughs> what, what were you trying to see? How much you can tolerate pain? How high your pain tolerance? Or yeah. you just really wanted to wax yourself? Just wanted to wax. Be careful just to how you some. answer this. Just wanted to try some. That's all. Just trans. Okay. That's what I was afraid of. That answer. Yeah, because nobody just tries to wax themselves or t- oh, yeah. you don't man do i walk around with camphor for neat for about three months i ain't like I, I just couldn't take it no what's your go-to remedy for everything <laughs> i bet you camphor for neat could kill this covid ain't nobody oh, tried be it quiet. <laughs> ain't nobody tried it yet carla uh-uh. <laughs> you sound like the president right <laughs> i'm making a better decision than him he talking about some doggone Disinfected. Now, now, careful for Nick has a possibility of fixing this. It's still just topical. You don't ingest it or, you know, it's anything. Your skin. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're moving on. In other entertainment news, graduating seniors may not be expecting diplomas in person, but they'll still get quite a send-off. That is thanks to Oprah, Miley Cyrus, and Lil Nas X. They'll join up for hashtag graduation 2020. Facebook and Instagram celebrate the class of 2020, which rolls out on both platforms on May 15th. Oprah, Lil Nas, and others deliver speeches. According to Facebook, the ceremony will include shout-outs to individual schools, state-by-state, including photos and videos of the class of 2020, and messages from principals and deans. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I like that. That's That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they deserve that, the graduates. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, I, we got to say this. Um, some sad news to report. Little Women of, of Atlanta star Ashley Ross, they call her Miss Minnie, yeah. she passed away from injuries she sustained from a car accident. It was a hit and run. Uh, she was oh. only 34. Yeah. Uh, sad. Sad. Yeah, it really is sad, and, and I, I liked her. Uh, time to get caught up now, Steve, on today's news. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Here it comes. Well, as state and municipalities work on plans to reopen businesses and offices and public places, Dr. Anthony Fauci, perhaps the most well-known member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, has delivered a semi-sweet prediction about the fall to the Economic Club of Washington, D.C. If by that time we have put into place all of the countermeasures that you need to address this, we should do reasonably well. If we don't do that successfully, we could be in for a bad fall and a bad winter. Because COVID-19, he says, will have never fully gone away or been controlled. Meanwhile, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer says he's hesitant about bringing members of the House of Representatives back to Washington next week because of the danger of coronavirus infection. Congressman Hoyer says that the attending physician at the Capitol, Dr. Brian Moynihan, told him that bringing lawmakers back to the Congress, quote, was a risk he would not recommend taking. And bringing the legislators back to the Hill, by the way, would also involve bringing thousands of cafeteria workers back, congressional staff, and security. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, though, says he plans to reopen the Senate next week, and that's even though uh, COVID-19 infections are on the rise with two suburban counties outside D.C. and Maryland considered active hotspots. I told you yesterday about an unarmed young black man in Brunswick, Georgia, shot dead by two white men while merely jogging. 
Ahmad Arbery, 25-year-old uh, former high school football player, reportedly an avid runner, but on a Sunday afternoon in February after passing the home of 64-year-old Gregory McMichael, McMichael and his son Travis got guns, jumped in their truck, followed him, eventually murdered him. They claimed that he looked like someone who'd been breaking into houses, and they only shot, they say, after calling out to him to stop. Even though he had no burglars, tools on him, or stolen merchandise, the white cops accepted their story, filed no charges. Well, young Mr. Arbery's coach has contacted me. He tells me that the white man who shot the 25-year-old is a former law enforcement officer. The case has been passed now to a third assistant district attorney and that the family and the local NAACP are asking the public to reach out to the district attorney. His name is Tom Durden and ask this guy why no charges have been filed or if he intends to file any. His email address is tom.durden, D-U-R-D-E-N, tom.durden at Liberty County, Georgia. Or GA.com. Reacting to recent shutdowns of some meat processing plants, President Trump says he's invoked the Defense Production Act, requiring those companies to stay open and protect the U.S. food supply. Finally, today is International Dance Day. Dance. Gotta do something, right? Especially if you're in your house by yourself. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, uh, you and Tommy have been... uh, Talking to some of our listeners, you got a chance to do that while we're in uh, quarantine. And uh, Steve, you talked to a young lady named Stephanie. Let's check it out. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Steve. How are you? Girl, I'm in quarantine. <laughs> I'm oh sitting up here goodness. looking out the window just like you. I feel you. I'm, I'm looking out the window, too. So what's mm-hmm. on your mind, Stephanie? So my question was, uh, I tend to be a planner, and so I just graduated college, the first in my family, and I'm just trying to figure things out. I wanted to know what your advice would be for someone just trying to figure out things who has a hard time giving up control, but at the same time has a goal. Well, first of all, congratulations. First one in your family to go to school, to college, that's big. Thank you. Here, here's a deal. If I had known this when I was younger, I would have mm-hmm. saved myself a lot of pain because the exact same thing you're talking about describes me exactly because I'm such a planner, but I wanted to try to control the situation too. And once you try to control tomorrow, you're going to be forever frustrated because you cannot control tomorrow. There is not a living soul on this planet earth, never has been, that control what happens in the future. So Mm -hmm. you can have goals for the future, Stephanie, but you cannot put the burden of trying to control it because you're going to be frustrated. You can't control tomorrow. You know, tomorrow is supposed to be a thunderstorm tomorrow. So you get ready for the thunderstorm, but the weatherman didn't tell you a tornado was coming. See, it's always something. And so as a planner, here's what I suggest that you do. I take all those dreams and visions and all my plans and hopes and aspirations, and I take them to God, and I Uh ask God to line them up with his plan for me. Now, the average Uh person don't want to do that because they always think God's plan is they're going to go down to church and serve the Lord and be down at church five days a week. That ain't God's plan for everybody. That ain't his plan for me. He, he turned me into a global citizen. He, he uh-huh. I can't go to church at the same place every day. Some people right. can. So take your plans and aspirations and, and give it to God and ask God to line your plans up with his plans for you. You did? Okay. Yeah, I did. Thank you so much, Steve. 
That's my advice. Thanks. I appreciate it. Keep dreaming, but don't ever stop dreaming. I won't. Have a good one. You got it. Big dog. Go ahead, boy. <laughs> Man. We appreciate you listening, <laughs> Stephanie. She was from Atlanta. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, our nephew Tommy is going to check in with some of our loyal listeners, too. I told you we love everybody. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, it is time for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, will do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. He is in the building, the Chief Love Officer. Please submit your questions at steveharveyfm.com. Now, Steve, this one is from Nora. She's an iHeartRadio app listener. Uh, Nora says, my husband and I are newlyweds, and he moved into my house after we got married. We have two cats, and one of them sleeps in our bedroom. My husband loves to cuddle all night with the cat that sleeps with us, so the cat is in the way of our marital activities at night. What? My my husband likes cuddling with the wrong kitty, so I moved the cat to our guest room last night, and my husband flipped out. This is a turnoff. How do I fix this, Steve? Well, the, the problem is not with the cat. The problem is with the dog. <laughs> See, I like it. I like See, that answer. I like it. Something Steve. is wrong here. Uh, yeah. Look, why must I feel like that? <laughs> Not Come on. Why must I chase the cat? Mm. Nothing but the dog in me. Oh. The cat. Obviously, your man is not a cute. Your man is something else. Because the cat that we are referring to is the real kitty cat, not an actual cat. Mm-hmm. So you, anytime a man, see, this is really getting close to borderline ugly. This ain't animal yeah. loving. This is a little something else here. Any fur you prefer the, the affection of an animal mm-hmm. over your wife, this is some type of therapy. Yeah, she said it's a turnoff too, Steve. It's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Ain't the one turned her on is him. The cat probably was glad dude. to go in the other room. Damn, <laughs> what man, get like off that? me. You just all on me. I'm trying to sleep. Man, get your ass off of me. What is she in here for? Right. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you, lady. Yeah. I, that's not the problem. I wish I would have an animal in the bed. A cat? And you're cuddling with the cat and not your, your newlywed wife? wife? Come on. Okay, my so. next, right. we're going to have to get out of this one because my next comment cannot be on the air. Okay, Let's Tony uh, from Conyers, yeah. Georgia, uh, <laughs> says, I'm a good man and I'm in love with the player that only cares about sex and money. I think she's dating multiple men, but I have never caught her doing anything. I give her money for her hair and nails, and I give her money toward her mortgage, but she didn't want to be quarantined to me, he says. I made Mm. sure she had groceries the first two weeks, but now she barely takes my calls because she says she's having a hard time being in the house alone. I don't think she's alone. What do you think? Well, okay, bro, come on. First of all, sir, this letter has sugar daddy wrote all over it. And you have to know what you are. And if she ain't taking your calls because she's having a hard time dealing with being alone in the house, it means she ain't alone in the house. It's hard to take a phone call during quarantine. 
you're not even getting an, a return on your investment. Mm-hmm. And as a man, that's one thing we got to get is some type of return on investment. It's the wrong chick, man. Right. You could take this loving you got and give it to somebody who really wanted and appreciated. You're wasting your time with her. You mm-hmm. think she's a player because she is a player. Yeah. Yeah. You just thought that you helping her with giving her money to get her nails done and all this here. Y'all live in Atlanta. Uh, Conyers, Georgia, Steve. Okay, she drove up this weekend to get her nails done. Stay <laughs> y'all's ass at home. Right. <laughs> this is a right. bigger <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. really what's... <laughs> and Linux, Linux is opening up this weekend. Oh, Lord. This one's from, uh, we're moving on, Steve. This one's from Leanne in Joliet, Illinois. She says, I've been married for... I've been married for five years, and for the past two months, I've been getting calls from a random chick that says she's sleeping with my husband. She says she works with me. My husband says he's not messing with anyone, and it's got to be a prank. Uh-oh. I got his phone number changed two days ago, and she called me and said she has the new number, and she uh, read it off to me. My husband said it's a coincidence that she knows the number. Is he a liar? Wow. <laughs> uh, my man. <laughs> sorry. sorry about that, man. <laughs> It's a coincidence that she got the number. Wow. Uh, she did a sweet, he did a sweet ride the line. Yeah. Damn, he dog. Ride it out. <laughs> ride it out. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Coming up next, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my neighbor's daughter and right before we get to the prank phone call with the nephew, Steve, you got to finish this uh, response uh, before we went to break. Uh, this woman wanted to know, uh, is her husband cheating on her, basically, uh, with this woman that uh, she works with? Her husband just says uh, it's a coincidence that she knows his number. And the well, new number. Yeah. The, ladies, the ladies switched the number. This woman had been called in the house for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. He said he ain't cheating on nobody. She changes his number. She get a call back from the lady saying she got the new number and repeated the number to her. She got the new number she switched to. The man say it's just a coincidence. Me, Tommy, and Junior busted out laughing. Yeah, she Boom. wants to know is he a liar? Is he what? dog? How do you coincidentally get ten damn digits, dog? If he if 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 she can do that, she should be playing Powerball. Every month. Okay. You go hit. Dog, you ain't got to get but seven of them damn numbers. <laughs> All right. Let's get to this prank with the nephew. Thank you, Steve. What you got for us today now? My mama's tree. My mama tree. Let's go. Hello? Hello, man. I speak to uh, Lord. Yeah, this is Lord. This is Terry. Who? I'm about, this is Terry. I'm about 10 minutes from the yard, big dog. This ain't no Terry. Look, man. Is this Lord that work for Bush? Yes, sir. Listen, you just came down Clayton Street and hit and tore all the limbs off my mama maple tree that's hanging over the street. And now she got limbs hanging all in the street. We got to cut this whole tree down because you done messed it up and you the one that just drove through here. Hey, sir, I ain't been down Clayton Street today, sir. Say what? I ain't been down Clayton Street today. I, I ain't even been in no residential neighborhood today. Sir. You just came down Clayton Street a couple hours ago and then tore all the limbs off my mama tree. Sir, my mama, that tree been in our family 25 years, and you, you just came down the street and just tore it all apart. Sir, I ain't been down Clayton Road today. How did you get this number, by the way? Don't worry about how I got your number. Somebody got to pay for my mama tree. Well, sir, I ain't been down Clayton Road today. I'm sorry. 
Call it. Call him back, dog. Hello. Lord, did you just hang up on me? Yes, sir. I told you I didn't bend down no Clay Road today. Now, now what? Look, I told you you just came down Clayton Road and just and just told my mama tree up yeah, all I the ain't live. Been down no residential neighborhood today, man. Quit calling my phone with that. Look, my grandmama planted that tree. Now you done got the nerve. Planted it. Move the mother in. Cut the branches off the son of a. If them branches is clear enough, you're not supposed to be driving them 18 wheel trucks down this residential area like this here. Man, I was making delivery. Got now if I had to come down that. I would have, but I told you once, I ain't came down no Clayton Street today. You just said you had to make a delivery. Now you saying you ain't been down Clayton Street. I said See, if you I had to make a delivery down there, I would have came down that street. You but been, I ain't had to come down there. You been on Clayton Street today. Now that part, I do know. And what you, go you got the wrong driver, dude. No, 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 no. I got the right driver. And what I do know is you done told my mama tree up. We got to cut this old tree down. And you know what? You gonna pay for this. this and I ain't paying for a mother tree. That tree can kiss I know you ain't talking about my mama tree. Well, guess what? Take your tree and take your mama and both of y'all go out there and plant another tree then. We ain't planting no more trees. That tree been in our family for years. You gonna mess around and get your swept behind this tree. Bring it on then. Bring your on and bring the tree with you. You gonna make me whoop with a branch off that tree. Well, I tell you what, if you that bad, then I tell you what, if I was on Clayton Street today, I'd meet on Clayton Street with the tree. You, all right? co you come on over here to Clayton right now, because I'm right out here in the street on the cordless phone. You come on outside. My mama's sitting up in there crying behind this tree because you done tore the limbs off of it, and we got to cut it down now because you done messed it up. Go get her a napkin and tell her wipe her eyes then. I ain't been down no I know you ain't sitting here talking about my mama now. See, you tripping now, dog. Hey, you tripping, dog. Man, you already Look, man, I grew up with this tree in my front yard. Yeah. I grew up with this tree. Now, you got the nerve to drive through here, driving too fast, because if you would have drove slow, you wouldn't have been hitting all them limbs like that. Y'all be running down here too fast through here. Man, look here. I done told you once, man, I ain't been down no Clayton Street. Now, like I told you, if you want to meet me on Clayton Street, will. All right? Now, I'm sorry about your mom tree and shit, but hell, it ain't nothing I can do about it because I ain't been down no Clayton Street. It's one right? thing you can do about it. You can pay for it, and that's what you're going to do. Now, you're going to either give me some money or I'm going to get it out your But you, you, gonna, you coming over here. Matter of fact, you can go and come over here now. that big truck around and bring your butt on over here right now. Well, I might as well go and turn it around because I ain't paying for no street. Oh. I can tell you right now. That's fine. That's fine. But I tell you, when you get here, my cousin here and all my uncles is here sitting up here looking at what you done done to this tree. So bring your on. Yeah, well, look at here. Take that tree and, and stuff it up in your, 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 your all right? I ain't finna worry with you in this tree no more because I done told you once. Let me I ain't finna tree. You come on right now because you don't know what this tree mean to me. This tree right here used to be home base for hide and go seek. Are you crying? You big You crying too? Man, look here, dog. I ain't out tree, dog. Just look here. Wipe your eyes and To hell with you, this tree right well, here. Look, I'm turning my You just meet me on Clayton Street, all right? Let me tell you something. This tree used to be first base for kickball. Do you hear me? Man, hey, ball, dude. I done told you once. I ain't tree, all right? Don't hell around this dude. Your name Lloyd, but you ain't L. L. 
LL well, is Cool J, and he would not, he would not have come down here and tore up my mama tree. He is not that kind of person. But you, you Lord. What the hell are you crying for, man? What the hell are you crying for? Because you done messed up my mama tree. You sound like a girl. I'm crying because my mama tree broke. Let me tell you something. around and bring your ass down. I'll be there in 10 minutes to meet your on Clay. Where's well, going right? be more than me? My uncles is here, my cousins is here, all of them. Oh, the Brader Brunch family, huh? Whatever. Man, <laughs> a rough. I tell you what. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be hot water in this state. Don't make me no different. They call you LL, my right. knock you out. And that's what you finna get, LL. That's yeah, right. Well, come on Lord. with it, then. Come on with it, because I'm here, all right? Well, listen. Ain't no running. Ain't I'm no... by myself. Cool. Don't make me cool. no Listen. Straight up. I'm finna tell you one more thing about this tree. Is you listening yeah. to me? I'm listening, bro. Is, is you listening? I done told you once. I don't give a d about that tree, but if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Let me tell you something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, JJ. And look, man, what did you just say? <laughs> This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. You got to be kidding me, man. Ain't no, no, ain't no tree messed up, and you ain't been on Clayton Street, dog. Why don't you Joe Joe when I see his man? Oh, man. You all right, dog? I'm straight. Hey, man. Yeah. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> I am by far the greatest, stupidest person mm. on earth. Uh-uh. Just, just let that. Just let that. Just, just, just hear me say, when Steve? I say it now. No, I no. am by no. far the no. greatest. No. Stupidest person. Yes. Come on, on Earth. Steve. Come on. On Earth. Boy, I, hey, ain't nobody all get hit. <laughs> you know, I disagree with a lot of stuff you done said. <laughs> Woo! Boy, nailed it. Trees Hit that over the wall. No, damn them trees. The greatest, <laughs> stupidest <laughs> person. That's what I, man, that's all I needed to hear. Man, thank you, Tommy. No, no. The greatest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you, nephew, and really thank you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> coming up, we'll get into the strawberry letter. Subject, my neighbor's daughter, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to, wait, pop it. Just like we're going to read this one. Can you hear that right here, right that now? That is not a necessity <laughs> right there. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. It is a necessity. Thank you. <laughs> Subject, my neighbor's daughter. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 52-year-old widower. I lost my wife four years ago, and I've recently started dating again. I live in a great neighborhood, and my neighbors have been very supportive while I'm adjusting to being single. I'm really cool with one of my college buddies that lives around the corner from me. He has grown kids, and he and his wife own a gas station. They are essential workers, so they aren't at home a lot. Um... 
He had mentioned that their daughter is staying with them during the pandemic, and I happened to run into her one day while I was out jogging. I hadn't seen her in years, so I had no idea who she was. We greeted each other, and that was it. The next day, I went jogging again, hoping to run into her. Well, I did, and when I saw her, she said she was glad to see me again, too. I told her I was a widower, and she told me that she was back in town for a month or two. She's 30 and gorgeous, and she likes to jog and biker shorts so that all of her assets are always out. I never had such an awesome and instant physical attraction uh, to a woman. It blew my mind. I'm really starting to develop feelings for her, and we've spent almost every afternoon together. Now I'm wondering if it's time to come clean and stop hiding our relationship from her parents. It's a tricky situation, but I didn't know this girl uh, when she was growing up, and I'm not really that close to her parents. We would love to have their blessings before we're intimate. She is grown, but still terrified of what her parents will do and say. How should I approach this subject? Please advise. Wow. Uh, first of all, sorry for your loss. And, uh, she ain't. I, uh, yeah, I got to tell you, this is a big problem. Uh, I, I think this is a problem. You may not think so right now because the heart loves what it loves and wants what it wants and all of that. But didn't you say this was your college buddy's daughter? Uh, I mean, you said also that she's 30 and grown and all of that. But just think about it. I mean, would you be so cool and in everything if if your college buddy that you're so cool with was doing your daughter? I mean, just put yourself in in his position uh, once he finds out. And and what about this? You put this in the letter. In the beginning of the letter, you said you guys were cool. You know, he lives around the corner. He and his wife, they have a business. They're essential workers in their gas station. You know, you said all of that. But by the end of the letter, now you're saying you're not really that close to her parents and you didn't know her growing up. But is that really true? I mean, I think you you, you, you guys, meaning, of course, you and her parents, are pretty tight. And, and you're, now you're just trying to, you know, say you're not that close so you can justify your feelings for their daughter and, and you know, the fact that you're trying to get with her. So you're kind of changing up a little bit because you want to get with the daughter because she wears biker shorts and all her assets are always out and all that. I, you know what? I think you're going to have to leave her alone. I, I, I think you're asking for trouble in this situation. Uh, that's your friend's daughter. I don't think he's going to be happy about you dating his daughter. Uh, and I think you need to move on. Plenty of women out there. Plenty of good women. Pick someone else. Steve? Y'all know that I'm not good at this type of letter. So before I say you something, can do it. You can do it. I want to apologize up front for anything that I might say. A disclaimer. Yeah, I'm just saying this because, you know, this strawberry letter, I ain't no therapist. I ain't go to school for this. Right. You know, I'm trying to help you, but if I can't, you know, what you want me to do? (laughs) So once I find out I can't help you, I don't know what to tell you. Then I go to what I do know, which is my comedy. Mm -hmm. Here it is. You live in a great neighborhood. You a widower. I lost my wife four years ago. Oh, I see. Oh. Oh, see, I didn't hear that. Oh, so you, this lady, okay, she already gay. Oh, okay, that's oh, that's different. Four years ago, and I haven't what? started dating again. So you know, 
you lost her four years ago. Oh, widow, that means she died. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just thought like she, y'all went to the mall and then you can't find her. Um, huh? What? I just just what? misreading. I lost my wife four years ago, which and I didn't. I, oh, you lost. <laughs> you know the widow part. That it wasn't quite coming up with that. Oh, I thought. My God. You know y'all had went to the mall shopping? and <laughs> got lost and you ain't found. Her. I didn't know what that was. You know so you anyway, for this after four uh, you know, years. I mean, yeah, four I years. Mean, I just stopped he, looking he after a while. You know. Uh, I'm a, I'm adjusting to being single, and I'm really cool with one of my college buddies. Yeah, I'm, I'm quit looking after that, cause you know, especially if I'm jogging, and I see somebody fine. You know, she ain't been home in a while. So, anyway, uh, I live around the corner from college buddy that stayed around the corner from me. He got these grown ass kids. And he and his wife own a gas station. They, they ain't home a lot, and he mentioned his daughter. Staying with them during the pandemic. Now I happened to run into her one day while I was out jogging. I ain't seen her in years, so I had no idea who she was. We greeted each other, and that was it. Next day I went jogging, hoping to run into her again. I did. I saw her. She was glad to see me again. I told her I was a widow, and she told me she was back in town for a month or two. She 30 and gorgeous. She likes to jog in biker shorts. So all her assets is all the way out. Now, in this the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all jogging mighty close. All right. This don't sound like a six foot away jog to me. Hold on a minute, crazy right, man. Well. we'll have part two of Steve's response <laughs> coming up in 23 minutes looking. after the hour. Uh, the subject today is my neighbor's daughter. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my neighbor's daughter. Yeah, so like I said, you know, the 52-year-old dude lost his wife somehow. I didn't quite get that in the beginning. I thought they was at a mall and (laughs) they was holding hands and she got away from him. Uh He was in the mall getting, Peggy! Peggy! Have you seen a little short lady with black leather? (laughs) And and I I thought this was it, but there was a death here, not a loss. I just thought that she had just quit looking for her after four years. Oh my God! And anyway, he said, um, I'm adjusting to be a single. Yeah, I didn't didn't know how. I was just trying. That's what she's going with, man. I'm really cool with one of my college buddies that stayed around the corner. And they got these grown kids, and, and so they essential work, they ain't home. He mentioned his daughter was staying with him during the pandemic, and I happened to run into her one day while I was jogging. I hadn't seen her in years, so I had no idea who she was. So y'all spoke to each other, and that was it. Next day, you out running, and you hoped that you run into her. Well, I did, and when I saw her, she said she was glad to see me again, too. I told her I was a widower, and she told me she was back in town for a month or two. She is 30. Lord, gorgeous. She liked to jog in biker shorts. Oh, yes, it's all out. I've never had an awesome and instant physical attraction to a woman. It blew my mind. Started developing feelings for her. We spent almost every afternoon together. Now I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's time to come clean and stop hiding our relationship from her parents. What? Dude, you finna go to your boy 
that you went to college with and tell him that you done met his daughter and y'all hit, y'all kicking it? Now he say, it's a tricky situation, but I didn't know this girl when she was growing up and I ain't really that close to her parents. Now you don't know the dude. Yes, I am. He, right. Yeah, see, see, he was a real cool buddy around the corner in college. Yeah, this ass with me, dog. You finna get, you finna get stomped. Now, and I really, we would love to have their blessings before we're intimate. Okay, dog, you, you, bruh, you 52. You lost your wife. You ain't said if you got kids or nothing. You're going to go to this dude. We want their blessings. Ain't nobody finna bless this. Dog, dog, dog. Parents don't bless this. Now, you you grown and she grown. You can do what you want to do. But ain't, you ain't finna get no blessing with this dog. Blessing. You finna get taught a lesson. But ain't finna be no blessing. She is grown but still terrified of what her parents will do and say. Well, it's an older man. Y'all done talked about it. They know that your her parents know you. How should I approach this subject? Please advise. Dog, you got to be out your rabbit ass mind, dog. <laughs> dog, you gonna go tell this dude that you 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 sleeping with his baby? And you think he finna be alright with his partner? Dog, me and Tommy, we got daughters on this show. We're not finna be cool with you. Dog, we're not finna be cool with you. I was never cool with none of the dudes my daughters done bought by. Not a nary one of them. I'm finna your ass. Until two of them got married. All the rest of them is on my sugar honey iced tea list. (laughs) And as soon as I can do something about it, I am. Oh, 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 trust and believe. Oh, trust and believe. Once you get on that list with me, Steve, I got something for you. I'm not playing with your monkey ass. So okay. he not going to be playing with you. You're going to get your ass whooping. You deserve it. Yes. You literally dog. do, dog. You <laughs> think right. he was crying four years ago. You wait you till he started whooping your ass. <laughs> when he lost his wife at the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> Peggy! <laughs> Peggy! <laughs> The hell is Peggy? <laughs> yeah, man. This this ain't. I don't no, know, dog. No. Plenty of women out there. Too. You can't take this to this man yeah. and expect it to go no other way except wrong. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna want you looking at his daughter like that, dog. I None know she's fine. She's thirty. I know she gorgeous. I bet she is. Yeah. You want to date again, dog? Date something else. You ain't in love. You done develop feelings for her. That's called lust, partner. That's right. What do you have to offer this girl? Man, yeah, you're going to get your ass whooped, partner. That this yep. ain't going to go good. Move it along. Yeah. Find and he's still at that age where he in the ass whooping range, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to oh, be a oh, slow he got fight. Some hands. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a slow some. fight. Yeah. But the dudes in their 50s, they still got hands. So try yes, it. Yes, they want. do, partner. Yeah. Oh. 
And right. 60s, we damn sure got hands. You just ain't got no business with them up, though. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, too. Now, uh, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, the nephew in the building with his wellness check-in with some of our listeners. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, last hour, Steve, you talked to uh, some of our listeners. I believe it was Stephanie out of Atlanta. You spoke with her. Right now, the nephew is checking in with some of our listeners, too. Hello? Harry Jackson. What's going on? This is nephew Tommy, man. Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is a wellness check, Terry. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm checking on you, man. I'm calling all over the country, checking on fans from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And you, I got your number. I want to call and just say, how you doing, man? It's COVID-19. You taking care of yourself, baby? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to stay COVID-free, nephew Tommy. What you do for a living, Terry? Actually, I work at Detroit Receiving Hospital. I work in the Environmental Service Department. That's why I said I'm trying to stay COVID-free. But I'm doing wow. real good right now. You work I'm right at in the, the hospital. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of Well, man, we take our hat off to you, brother, for getting up every morning, going to do your job, and trying to make everybody safe and well, man. Oh, yeah, that's why. You know what? I, Tommy, I was telling them every every time you look up, they talking about thanks to the nurses and doctors. They don't know. We got, you know, we have to go and clean up the mess and all that kind of stuff that's after the COVID free people. I was like, I guess they think that the nurses and the doctors are the only ones that do something at, at the hospitals or something. Well, well I'll tell you what, we're going to spotlight what, what you do right now. Tell me, what is your job description? What I do, I strip and wax all the floors and clean the carpet and all that kind of stuff at the hospital. So. Wow. You're still in the thick of it, though, man. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Well, what you do, man, when you get home, man, when you just want to relax? What you doing, man? You know what? When I get home, I take them clothes off down in the basement and take my bath, and I chill out until time to go back to work, you know? Yeah. Wow. But it's all good. Okay. Hey, look, I'm the only one here, so I don't have to worry about nobody coming to give me nothing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you stay strong at work, man. Be safe, brother. All right. You too. And thank all right, man. You, take care. checking on me, brother. For sure, man. All right. Hey, Tommy, that was slick, man. That does really it? great to do That's that. Right? And you know what, man? It really brought out a point because we thank the doctors and nurses, but all the hospital workers, the deliveries the down there, people. the maintenance yeah. people, man, the people that work staff. downstairs yeah, yeah, in the yeah. coroner's office, the people that's working at the clerical desk, yeah. checking people in in the emergency yeah. room, the ER, that's right. the ambulance area. Yeah, man, we not, we not, everybody that work at that hospital, like you say, sure, the cafeteria, the damn mm-hmm. gift shop. Yeah. Man, right. the people yes. going, man, the people going in there every day, man, mm-hmm. putting yeah. their life on the line, trying to keep the place sanitized and stuff. So we got to take our health, especially up in Detroit, man, because Detroit got hit. It, man, it's getting hit hard yeah. up right. there in Detroit, right. man. Aw, great job, Tommy, checking right. in. I like that, yeah. yeah. A little wellness check, a little yeah. wellness check Thank you, right Terry. There. I like it, yeah. All right, Terry. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, what's up with COVID-19 testing? Uh, We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The number of coronavirus cases in the U.S. has topped over 1 million now. Wow. Uh... That's um, all right. The country is trying to prepare to reopen. That's so many people. I mean, that's a a devastating number. 
country is trying to prepare to reopen. However, there are still issues uh, like fear of meat shortages with meat plants closing down due to employees contracting the virus. But the president has ordered those plants to remain open under the Defense Act. Also, the airline industry is another one. It's trying to get flights in the air again. Some airlines are not selling the middle seats and others are requiring passengers to wear masks. We already know that Georgia, Texas, Michigan, Hawaii, Oklahoma, Tennessee have started to reopen. Uh, next, these states, uh, Florida, Missouri, Alabama, Wisconsin, and Kentucky are making preparations to reopen to help their economy. But what is up with the testing? All right, we keep hearing we need more testing. We need more testing to get the country back open. Well, the goal of the test is to identify people who might spread the virus or isolate or have them quarantined so they will not reinfect people. So why hasn't the FDA organized our testing? Um, you know, it's, that's a question for the ages, I guess. Um, well, the, the government is leaving it up to the states, you can say, to do yeah. a lot of this. Yeah. But um, if you're if you're listening, um, Steve, there is a, a website people can go to to find out where to get tested in their area. And, yeah, I uh, think it's uh, CDC. That's a Center for Disease Control dot org. Dot gov. Dot gov. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Dot mm -hmm. dot gov. Mm -hmm. Is CDC. Yes, Center for Disease Control. Gov. You can go there, and they'll give you information on the 1-800 number or how you go online to set up your appointment to go get tested. Yeah. I understand that it's a little different in each state, so you have to have the number for your state. But everybody listening, you there's a way to get tested. The problem is we haven't, we're not telling our people how they can get tested. Well, go to cdc.gov and find out the number and, and, and where you can register, call in, and get yourself tested. Uh, now, if you get, let me just say this from what I know as a fact. Mm -hmm. If you get tested and it comes up negative, that don't mean you free to just go back to work. That means you oh. just haven't contracted it and whatever you've been doing has been working as far as social distancing or quarantining or mm -hmm. staying at home or whatever, and you should continue that. It right. doesn't mean you're free up, you're, you, you're immune to it or nothing like that. So we still gonna have to practice, even as these places open back up, y'all, we gotta use our common sense here in terms of uh, what's smart for us. You still gonna have to practice social distancing. You're still right. gonna have to wear these masks and you still got to stay away from highly populated areas. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. just, those are the common sense things. So now, if you test positive, that? you got to get in there and get some type of, uh, of, of service. And they find out what they can do for you. If, they, if you need to be admitted or you need to go and get quarantined and, and follow the instructions. I don't know what that yeah. is. Great information, Steve. That That is really good information. But. Tommy, you ask, what's so hard about that? What's so hard about social distancing, staying inside? Yeah. Yeah. Some people, it is really hard for them to stay inside. It really is for some yeah. reason, virus or not. Some people get so worked up 
about this stuff that you just but, lose it and go out. I think if we had some kind of national leadership with this testing, if I it was agree. organized better, yeah. then these better states leader. can all roll out together the plan. Yeah. It's just no organization. But, yeah. It's chaotic. The president but, but yeah, the, the president yeah. doesn't <laughs> want to bear any responsibility None. for it. So That's he's right. turning it on the states when to a minute states. ago he's the president, he can do what he want to do. But he's trying to dodge the bullet on this one. Exactly yes. right. Exactly. Yes. All right. Coming up, uh, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, we'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, on Monday, we told you about that reckless house party in Chicago. Remember that with over 1,000 partygoers? Yeah. It was yep. streamed live. Well, the owner of the building has been fined and cited for her disorderly conduct, and her adult son is to blame. He had the keys to the place and disarmed the alarm and threw the party. <laughs> Chicago's mayor, Lori Lightfoot, went in on the partygoers, saying that millennials are in their 20s, but they are functioning adult, and we expect them to act responsibly, particularly during a pandemic. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Look, millennials are not children. Millennials are supposed to be our brightest generation. They're the future. You've got to act like it. You mess around, man. See, and, and, and it's now young people are dying from this. Do you understand this? A 25 year old just died the other day. Sure did. A friend of a friend. I'm telling you, young people can die from this. Now, even if you contract it and your body can handle it and your immune system is fine, what about when you take it home to your auntie and your mother right. and your right. grandmother, your, your daddy, and then you yeah. kill everybody in your house because you wants to go to the party? It ain't that serious, man. I guess to sum it all up, Steve, to young people, without you know being preachy and you know we were in our twenties at one time, we get that part, but this is a little more serious. This is a pandemic. Yeah, this is a little Young people, yeah, you know, come on now. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for part two of your quarantine life story. What's going on? So, you know, uh, one of the girlfriends came over. I'm trying to be nice. You know, host, you know how you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, make your girl yeah. flex in That's front of the girlfriend. Yeah. I'm going to go down and get you a bottle of wine. I go down there. I don't know the combination to the wine cellar. So I say, I don't know the combination. She come all the way down and say, she said, you don't know the combination. I said, no. She said, Steve, you don't remember the combination. I said, I don't really go in here. I don't drink wine, baby. Just What's the combination? So finally, we get through that part of it. I get inside. And I reach to get a bottle of wine. She said, no, get up, go up higher, Steve. Don't get nothing down there. It's daytime. Saying a special occasion, just me and my friends. So I said, okay. So I reached a little bit high. She said, higher than that. Boy, yeah, I'm 6'2". What, you want me to jump for the wine now? What, <laughs> what you want me to do? And so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this here. And so then she said, uh, Steve, uh, get a bottle of Sessakaya. And I said, okay. Now, I don't know what Sessakaya is. So I'm reaching up down and got about six bottles. She said, Steve, that ain't Sessakaya. So I put that bottle back. I reached, because I'm trying to read the labels. That ain't Sessakaya. Hey, damn it. All this is red wine on this side over here. So all this is the same color. Your so nerves. Like, no. Your nerves. So finally, I pull out the car. You know, we go on upstairs. They open it. So I said, cool. She up here with her friends. I'm going to get a cigar and go out by the pool. 
So I get the cigar. I go out by the pool, put my earbuds in. I got my earth bit, wind and fire. And then all of a sudden I hear, it's nice down here. I'm turning around and there, there they was. And I just, what the hell? How's y'all down here? I came down here, took the wine upstairs for you and your damn friend. Four balconies over here. What is you down here talking about this nice down here? No, it was nice down here. When I was down here by my damn self. Oh, <laughs> Listening to this Earth, Wind and Fire, then her friend. What you doing, Steve? I was quiet. <laughs> you know, I couldn't yeah. say it like that. But so yeah, then, now, they down there talking. Mm-hmm. So now, I say, man, well, let me go upstairs and go outside. You finna go through the house with your cigar? Mm. Oh, no. Really, this already to give him a hand. Well, it's happening right now. Okay, <laughs> but see, hold up, though, Sheriff. Hold up, uh-huh. though. See, uh-huh. this is what I have decided. What is your decision? Since my life got to be like this, since I ain't been right since March 13th, uh-huh. which is when we started the quarantine, because uh-huh. the show ended. Since I've been in the house since March 13th, and I ain't been right not a damn day since March 13th, uh-huh, uh-huh. then at least you can contribute to the income factor, oh. and your ass is fitting to be in this show as a joke. Okay. Hello. Okay. You're now, everybody don't like that. Yeah. Guess what? Put that out. That'll just be something else can go in the column of Steve ass ain't right. No <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day. It's last break of the day. <laughs> you sound sick again. <laughs> and then we'll have some closing remarks. He'll get it together by 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. Absolutely. Yeah, good Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about day. that. Yeah. Very informative. Yep, good we did. Um, Talked to some people. It was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. We're gonna, hey, y'all, you more. know, listen. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let me say this in my closing remarks. I, okay. It's a couple of things I want to touch on. First of all, as they reopen... Uh, this country as uh, hey uh, as as we close as I do my closing today I want to just touch on a couple of subjects you know as this country slowly reopens and it is doing that because now a number of states are talking about slowly opening to get the economy back moving again the economy is important but what's wrong with this country is the economy is the most important thing to this country. It is not the health and welfare of the people. And that is quite obvious from the top administration in this country inside of that White House. We still have not heard a definitive plan nationwide to curb this, except stay home. Well, now they're saying don't stay home when they still don't have enough people tested. There's one million cases of this in the United States, and we have no idea how many people have it. These are just certified cases, COVID-19, a million. And we still haven't tested 10% of the population. We have not tested 35 million people. We haven't but it's a million people got it. 
And so we're dealing with a government, man, who's so concerned with getting the economy back open that they've, they're willing to risk lives to get it back going again. And right now it's just a numbers game. See, if you don't think that government has sat down and said, well, if it gets really bad, how many could we lose? It's like, it's like when they go to war. And before they go to war, they have projections. If they make a move to do this or if they make a do, move to that, then when they get in those situation rooms, they come up with a tally of what they think the death toll could be. And that helps them decide whether they do the mission or not. They talk about how many lives we can lose, how many casualties will we have. This is a real fact of war. We are at war with the invisible enemy. And if you don't think for one moment that this government has a room somewhere deciding that if we open this country back up, how many cases will we have? How many can we get into the hospitals? And how many of those are we losing? They're looking at the percentage of people that they're losing versus the number of cases that they have. And that is real numbers to them. 12% of the people that contracted, let's just say 12% died then guess what, then they know if we get this thing and it snowballs on us, we'll have this and we'll have these many deaths. And you know what, they've decided it's worth it because they're opening the country back up. And so many people want to go back to work and so many people need to go back to work because I got news for you. If you think this $1,200 check is gonna fix it for you, it ain't. And quit getting excited about something that's yours anyway. Donald Trump not sending you money. You're a taxpayer. You've paid, uh, trust me, if you've been on this earth long enough, you've paid $1,200 in taxes. They're not giving you nothing. So let's, let's stop getting excited about that. Now, the second part of this, and also in Atlanta, they're opening up Lenox Mall, one of the most popular malls in the city, which is a hotbed for some problems right now. But the problems will pale in comparison because somebody going to go to that mall and going to end up dead because they went to the mall. To buy what? Y'all listen to me. Slow down a little bit. Continue to practice social distancing. Continue to wear your mask. Continue to, to stay home as much as you can. We just a little bit too early. Do I want to go back? Yes. If you live in an apartment and you don't have a balcony, I feel for you. It's cooped up. But go outside. Put your mask on. Go outside. Walk to a park. Walk down the street. You see people coming? Walk out. Stay away from each other. Go for a walk. Do something. It's too soon. But now that leads me to the last part of it. We're in this predicament, and I'm telling you we are, because we didn't jump on this thing when we should have. And had we had the proper leadership and jumped on this thing early, this thing would not be the way it is. This is the United States of America, supposedly the most powerful and richest country in the nation, in the world. The reason we're not solving this problem with these uh, PPE items and these masks and these shields and these gowns and these coverings and all this here is because people have to make money. They're not voluntarily giving this stuff away over here. Somebody got it, they're making money. There are other countries, man, who have plenty of supplies. How America don't? And America's saying they short. America not short. We America, man. Come on, let's stop this. We are being led down a dark path 
by some bad leadership here, man. It's not fair what's happening to us. And all of our leaders have to be held accountable for this, all of them. And it don't just stop with that president. If you agree with him and you're a governor, you have to be held accountable. If you're a mayor, you have to be held accountable. We got to get out and vote, man. Because if you don't put a stop to this foolishness right here that's been going on for four years, it's something wrong with you. Those are my closing remarks. Love to say this. Hey, y'all have a great day and another day and another day. And when it get to Friday and Saturday, keep having another great day. Contest, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 